Welcome to Daybreak with Ted Tibbet and Michael Paul. If you have a comment, you can call us now at 261-0898 or pound 981 on any ceasefire device. Our email is newsradiomornings at gmail.com. The heat is on. The heat is on. 716 may be a good song to introduce this segment here. Michael Paul and Gene Valentino. Good morning, hey, Gene. Good morning, Michael. You got that right. The heat is on, baby. <laughs> the heat is on. Hey, a big week this week. Looks like Donald Trump, uh, you know, has really picked up uh, a lot of uh, allies this week with uh, what we've seen happen in Washington and, of course, at Mar-a-Lago with the, quote, raid on his uh, personal residence. I think we're going to hear a lot more about this over the next few weeks, and I think we're going to see uh, just uh, how petty and uh, how worried, actually, the Democrats are about Donald Trump. What, what do you think about all this? Michael, we are at the precipice of stupidity in the Democratic Party. I have never in my life seen such a disrespect towards any official. Now, I will tell you, during the Clinton administration going back and in other uh, Democrat Obama himself, uh, while I disagreed vehemently with some of his policies, there was always in my mind something I was taught by my father and mother and, and, and in high school about the respect we must otherwise show to our leaders in this dem democratic republic. Even when we disagree, it was the founding concept of what made us different from the rest of the world. And yet here these ding-dongs, uh, are are just abusing the process, the corrupt people around Biden. I don't even look at it as being a Biden issue alone. It's a it's a it's a cesspool, a swamp of bad behavior that that uh, permeates the entire uh, tentacles of government. You know you know Dinesh D'Souza. He's got a great line. Oh, yeah. I was reading it this morning. He said. I think if people want to wipe out reminders of slavery, segregation, and white supremacy, we might consider getting rid of the Democrat Party. <laughs> I, 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 can't, I can't begin to think of a better line. If we just wiped out the... I think this is the beginning of the end for the Democrat Party. They have done it to themselves gleefully. And now before us today, while two more busloads of illegal immigrants roll their way into New York City with those poor folks whining about it, you've got a budget that's about to be approved of by the House of Representatives. God bless Elise Stefanik out of New York. She's going to go up against it, but I don't think she stands a chance. Uh, hey, you, I heard you talking about it earlier. 165,000 uh, agents in the IRS after this bill is passed, as compared with Border Patrol at 60,000, as compared with an FBI at 35,000, you need 165,000 people in the IRS to go after what? The 740 billionaires in the United States? I'll do it myself for you. Yeah, but you don't yeah, have to have all these thousands of additional people who are they going after the middle class you and me 
our, we're going to be up to our yin-yangs dealing with service uh, fees with accountants and lawyers defending the merits of our last tax return. Yeah, you're exactly right. We it's are always... in trouble with these fools. Yeah, no, it's, it's going to be that way. That's exactly what's going to happen. Small business, b- businesses throughout the country, they're going to have to deal with these uh, regular audits, which are a total pain uh, and may or may not you know, have any, any issues at all. It's just that you have to go through it. It's just terrible. And so that's where we're headed with this. Now, the only thing that I see that can stop this, because it looks like they're going to, they're going to get this through, the only thing I see that can stop this is if we have some Republicans that stand up coming up here in the next, uh, in the next election, if we get the House back and maybe the Senate, I don't know, everybody's iffy about the Senate, but the House is where all, uh, you know, all budgetary bills, you know, have to start. So they can cut yeah. the funding. Well, the, the there's a complete disregard. I mean, these people think it's okay to disregard the Congress, the House of Representatives in particular, where the FBI and DOJ budgets start. They think they can go into a hearing and say it's um, it's under investigation. I'm sorry, Michael, I can't talk to you about it. And yeah, then right. they proceed with the same line on every other question for an hour and a half. And uh, then this FBI director ends up jumping on a jet to go to his little uh, uh, abode up in the Adirondacks of northern New York State. And he rushes out on a Senate and um, a Senate hearing and wouldn't give him all the information needed to explain what the hell was going on with this raid on Mar-a-Lago. It's a... It's a disgrace what the existing president's been through. You know, it was last Friday on our last uh, uh, morning uh, 15 minutes we do together. It was right after the show that this raid hit the news uh, uh, coming into the weekend. We missed the whole thing for last Friday. And this this raid on Mar-a-Lago has morphed into a series of issues over the last seven days since then. And... Um, uh, now, the, I, I am stunned our president, President Donald Trump, has been man enough to step up amidst all this mud, this terrible cesspool of activity, and he's turned around and said, sure, come on in, uh, take a look around, whatever you need you've got here, no objection here, I'm cooperative, I'll do whatever it takes to let you, to help you out with your, your seizure of information. Boy, I'll tell you, I don't know how many families on this uh, on this um, show this morning who are listening to us would tolerate and have the patience this man had for such an encroachment into their private property. Well, you know, when you start looking around at some of the things that have happened over the last few years, President Obama still has, they say, 60,000 documents that they want to put in the National Archives. Uh, you know, are they going to raid his compound up in uh, Martha's Vineyard? Yeah, 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 that's right. 30 million pages of documents taken from the White House to Chicago by Barack Hussein Obama. And when when the National Archives folks, folks asked for them back, in so many words, he said, screw you, I'm keeping them. And uh, where, where's, where's the raid? Where's the raid on, 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 on Obama? Where's you know, in the a raid way- on Hillary Clinton's scrubbed computers where's <laughs> exactly. the raid where's the yeah, where's, raid on the current issues right in your no under your nose with joe and hunter biden 
I mean, where is the where is the equal justice? If we have such a two-party system that's failing, heads up. I've heard rumors about uh, the younger woke uh, generation looking to a three-party system and not letting the weight of our democracy rest within two parties anymore. It might just be the time where we consider three, four, five parties in the United States. Okay? Uh, I'm not sure the majority makes any difference anyways, not when you create a cabal out of it uh, like Schumer and Nancy Pelosi have done within the two-party system of our governance at this time. I agree. Uh, you know, Trump must be over the target, though, with the things that he does and says, because they are absolutely after him. They can't get him no matter how hard they try. And, of course, they overreached on this previous uh, thing that happened this week with the raid. You know, Rush Limbaugh used to say that, that the, the, the Democrats, when they get in charge, they always overreach. And this is a typical example of what Democrats do when they get in charge. My mother used to say something to me, just because you can do it doesn't mean you should. And, and that's, a, that's a good well, thing. You know, you, you shouldn't do things just because you can. Donald Trump raised more money in the last 48 hours than ever before in recent history following this FBI raid. This is an express... What these fools have done is codify the Republican Party. If you were on the fence, and I've heard my good friends say, well, I don't know, I'm not getting behind Trump. Uh, I think we're ready for a change. Let's move on. And, you know, Gene, your guy down in Florida, that Ron DeSantis, we ought to... We ought to consider putting him up, and I'd say, no, 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 no. Uh, you don't bring a rabbit into the swamp. You bring an alligator, and there's only <laughs> one alligator I know who can handle the the, the bad behavior, uh, and that's the guy who's experienced it already. Let's bring him back for another time. He hasn't announced yet. I don't even know if he wants the job, but I'm telling you what. You fight fire with fire, and I think we, this time, if Donald Trump made any mistake, it was that he wanted to have a perpetuation of motion with the former administration staffing. Donald Trump needs to do what George Bush and Obama did. Fire everybody. Four, five, six layers down in the governance. Get rid of everybody and start fresh with your own team because there's deceitful people around him up there that took him down. Don't forget James Baker. Uh, 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 John Clapper, James uh, James Clapper, John Baker. Um, uh, uh, you had um, Rex Tillerson, former Secretary of State. You remember Mad Dog Maddox? Oh yeah. These people were appointees of of Trump, and they deceived him. And I will say that even Vice President Pence could uh, had this mask, this veil of loyalty to the president but wasn't there for him in his time of need. And now he needs to come back with lessons learned and replace those positions with hardy individuals, loyal individuals, to make this new governance, to bring this new democracy, democratic republic back into order. It's time. Is, is, there, is there no small coincidence this is the last desperate attempt of the Democrats to try to hurt this man before he even announces, for God's sake. Yeah.
You know, it, it's interesting because, as I said earlier, he's over the target because they're doing everything they can to keep him from being able to enact some of the things that we know he's going to do. And and the, the, the thing that he should have done when he was in office in the beginning, you hit on it, he should have cleared the decks and started over with fresh new people. He didn't do that, and that was a big mistake. And I think he knows that now. I think he realizes that. And if he does run again, he is the guy that's going to go in there and whack a bunch of moles. You know that, that game that the kids love to play, whack-a-mole? That's what he, every time they <laughs> stick their head up, he's going to whack them. And, uh, and that's, oh. that's what needs to be done in Washington, D.C. We need a clearing out of the upper echelon of almost every, I would say every agency in Washington, D.C. And the, the Dems know this because they've got their people in place, and the bureaucrats know this because they are totally, uh, you, you know Donald Trump in the, in the uh, Washington, D.C. area only got 5.4% of the vote. That'll tell you what the bureaucrats think about him. Oh, absolutely. Well, uh, it's time for someone. The, the American people have expressed that willingness for change. It's not about the beltway inside the inner circle. It's about the nation. In one sense, you've got a former president. Even He's not even in office. He has no reason to be doing this. He could enjoy. He could be fishing. He could be hunting. He could be doing what what uh, Dick Cheney's doing and uh, uh, making a, a, a few foolish TV commercials about the well, the um, patriotism of a of a of a of a, of a deranged daughter of his uh, going out after Trump with no evidence, no evidence. Tell oh, me is, the evidence is... against Trump, and I'll I'll get behind you if you want to impeach him. This January but the actions 6th committee. against him yeah. have gone too long. Look, this January 6th committee, and, and we're not going to have to worry too much about uh, the young Cheney coming up next week, next Tuesday. She's got an election coming up, and she's so far behind. There is no way that she's going to get reelected in her home state. Nobody wants her anymore. What, the only thing, the only requirement that they had to be on the January 6th committee is that you hate Donald Trump. That's it. And they got rid of any reasonable Republican for an alternative position. Under when the uh, when the Congress was uh, led by Republicans, the Republican leadership were ethical uh, and not maligning. They they brought the Democrat minorities into the respective committees for alternative viewpoints. It's what democracy is all about. Yeah, well, and in this not- case, they stacked the deck. From Nancy Pelosi and every subcommittee under her control uh, in the House and under Schumer in the Senate. This is a despicable act by a bunch of brazen people who, if you look at them on TV... Hey, Gene, that's the music. We gotta go. I'm sorry. Gene Valentino, thank you so much. Have a good weekend. There's no reason